0: Hey there, thanks for listening to another episode of the Jack Eason Podcast. We are talking about the issues of loneliness, isolation, and how to overcome them with true friendship and community. For more information on these and other issues, check out Jack's website at jackeason.org. Now here's Jack. Hey, 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 what's happening, friends? And uh, thank you for uh, tuning in on this very special uh, loneliness podcast uh, update. I guess you would say. Wow, is the world world going crazy? What's going on out there? Uh, it is uh, nuts, and like many of you, I am uh, trapped inside, uh, and so I figured I would kind of give an update here to maybe help you for those of you that um, frequently get this podcast. Thank you. want to encourage you to uh, share it with a friend. Um, give me a good rating. Uh, tweet it out. Uh, picture it out, all those social media stuff that you can do nowadays. So uh, thanks for doing that. It is a, it is nuts. And, um, you know, here we are fighting the loneliness epidemic and then the coronavirus strikes. Um, loneliness, of course, we know from the research and uh, what I've been studying over the last several months in preparation for the book uh, that will be coming out later, uh, is as bad for your health as um, well, one statistic was, uh, it's as bad for your health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's pretty bad. Um, and loneliness, by the way, has been this pandemic long before the coronavirus, long before COVID-19, the official name, before it got its name. Um, you know, if you've been a listener to this podcast, between 1990 and even 2010, there was this threefold increase in the number of Americans who said they had no one in whom they could confide. And yet now, because of this uh, crazy outbreak of a virus, we are canceling activities that would put us together. Um, Activities of uh, things like church, school, work, and sports. Uh, A lot of colleges across the country, I know in the state of South Carolina where I am at, colleges and universities completely shut down. And the date of... uh, them starting back continues to get pushed uh, earlier it was uh, the end of March uh, then it was uh, mid-april and now many of the schools I'm hearing uh, will see you in the fall we'll see you in the fall so can you imagine uh, if there's anybody that deserves our sympathy and support right now uh, can you imagine being a student especially maybe a senior maybe even participating in sports and all of a sudden all that comes to a screeching halt. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, we are being uh, instructed, and I believe it's wisely, but being instructed not to gather with more than, well, at first it was 100 people. Then it was 50. Uh, and now it's down to 10. I actually have some friends who have more than 10 kids who are saying, what do we do with the kids? Where we send in a couple of them to the neighbors because we have more than that in our own household. So these are unprecedented times, of course. And uh, in this loneliness pandemic that was here before the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of people were trying to wonder or were wondering what to do to build community and to fight this loneliness trap, to actually actually find uh, real connection in a disconnected world. And now here we are disconnecting ourselves even more uh, in order to save lives. It kind of sounds crazy, doesn't it? It really is a balancing act. How do, how do we do it? How do we uh, live in this chaos? Amanda Ripley, I was coming across some of the things that she was talking about. She is an, an author uh, herself. She wrote a book, came out back in 2009, uh, The Unthinkable, Who Survives When Disaster Strikes and Why? Uh, you can find her book, by the way. Uh, I haven't talked to her, but you can find her book on, uh, on Amazon. Again, The Unthinkable, Who Survives When Disaster Strikes and Why? And it's a cool book. Uh, I did kind of browse a little bit of it uh, online where you can discover how we as human beings react to danger and um, what helps us get through it. Um, a lot of times it's split-second decisions that we have to make. And uh, in that book, she kind of traces some of the human responses to uh, disasters that have happened across the world, um, journeys of people who, like for example, found their way out of the World Trade Center on 9-11, um, pretty, pretty cool, interesting stuff. And so she's all about talking about survival. And recently she posted an article uh, through the Washington Post was also part of the Atlantic uh, that really talked about how do we how do we fight? How do we prevent loneliness when we're in the midst of this uh, social distancing? And she had some really good ideas. I wanted to share a couple of hers and maybe throw in a couple of mine as well. So um uh, you know, we've heard a lot, uh, if you've been watching the news media, and, um, and I know a lot of us have maybe uh, too much uh, suggestions from them on what we do. We, of course, need to wash our hands and be smart. Um, there are some smart things that we should be doing. Uh, not many people are even doing that. Uh, we're, we're supposed to be confining ourselves to home, and yet I uh, confess I did run out to the bank uh, today, and uh, there's people everywhere. Restaurants are closed. Schools are closed. A lot of other places are closed, but there's still people out everywhere. And a lot of us, uh, I understand, are having to work in this. Uh, And so as you have been listening to this podcast, you know that loneliness is not uh, just an issue that the millennials or Gen Z deals with, although that is one of the most at risk groups for loneliness, but the elderly. And now here we are as well hearing that the elderly are also most at risk uh, with this COVID Covid nineteen, so the pandemic is continuing. So how do we how do we deal with it? Well, uh, again, she has some great Amanda has some great tips, and I wanted to share these with you today. And again, throw in some of mine. The first one that she mentions is physical exercise. Um, do it now more than uh, more than ever. And uh, I did make one last trip to the uh, to the gym earlier in the week, and then I understand that that. Apparently, is one of the places where uh, these germs can be most prevalent, so won't be doing that. But you can do things around uh, the house. You can also do outdoor activities, going for a walk, uh, riding a bike, uh, just uh, maybe taking your dog for a walk if you have a dog. Um, but get outside. You can even do that with somebody if uh, you know that they are uh, healthy or if you want to keep them six feet in front of you or six feet behind you. Um, so this is a, a great time to really uh, think about exercise. And uh, there are plenty of, of apps that you can put on your phone that can help you keep you company and maybe even, even coach even coach you in some of the uh, exercises that you can do. But uh, exercise is good. The other thing that she mentioned that I love is uh, still uh, connecting socially. Um, but she's not talking about digitally uh, necessarily necessarily. Um, although it's hard to obviously connect in person, right? But she's talking about one of the things that she mentioned was the phone. And she's talked about not just texting, but actually talking, actually talking. How, how novel, what a novel thought. With a couple of friends by phone every day. Um, so the phone could be your lifeline, but not in the normal way that most of us use the phone with the email and social media and things like that. Actually call, actually have a conversation because it's going to be hard to do that um, in person, the other thing that she talked about, uh, which is kind of what I was going to chime in with, was uh, the third antidote that she mentions in her article is um, spiritualness or mindfulness or connecting. She even mentions the fact that prayer is helpful, and I would agree, prayer is helpful. And that actually actually is one thing where you could combine um, the connectivity with people and prayer. You could actually call people and pray, uh, and you actually can through through some digital. Uh, Software that we have, things like Skype and Zoom and other things, you could actually uh, FaceTime, you could actually visually connect that way. So you're not connecting physically, but you could actually see the person, have a conversation, and add prayer to the mix, which would be pretty cool. Uh, our church is actually actually doing that. A lot of churches I know uh, across the country are connecting digitally, um, not just with them with their large group worship time streaming and things like that but they're setting up times and even smaller groups during the week that can can connect uh visually and uh with uh the audio part to talk to one another which is just a great great idea you got to do that we don't know how long this thing is going to last and then the last thing that she mentions and again this is something i was going to mention too is do something for somebody else she talks about volunteering um and so um you know, that, that you may go, how do I volunteer? Cause I can't really connect with people, but you can do a lot of things volunteering. You can create some crafts. Maybe you have a, a big thing coming up for the summer with, uh, camps for kids and, uh, or maybe you're planning a mission trip this summer. You can go ahead and start preparing for some of those things, get some things together and create some, uh, some crafts. Think about some games that you could do, um, for those particular kids you might be with in the summer. Um, uh, there's a couple of kids in our neighborhood that we have a we have a it's kind of funny, we have a social media group for our neighborhood and there's a couple of kids that are connecting on there and asking if they can run errands for people for some of the elderly folks in our neighborhood who can't go outside. And so they could leave whatever they uh, need on the doorstep, and then the kids can run and pick it up for them. Or in our neighborhood, all the mailboxes are out at one end of the neighborhood in a cul de sac. Everybody's mailbox is down there. So for some of the older folks, uh, kids are saying, Hey, I'll volunteer and I'll come to your house and, and I'll run down and get your mail for you and leave it at the front step. Um, there's some creative things that we can do to volunteer. And uh, uh, some of those, uh, you know, uh, some of her ideas are really, really good. And again, if you uh, want to uh, hit me up on the website, jackeason.com. I'll post a link uh, that you can see uh, to to connect over to her article. You know, this coronavirus is going to rapidly change and um, between all the constant news of it and the loneliness that's going to come from a social distancing ourselves, we're going to really need to get creative. And so uh, I want to encourage you to do that and uh, to focus on your health. Uh, Dr. Kevin Gilliland, and I'm hoping to maybe have an interview with him uh, sometime in the, in the future. He is a psychologist uh, from uh, Texas. Uh, he says right now during this time, we really need to focus on three key pillars of our health. Sleep, which is power, food, which is fuel, and movement, which is medicine. We do need to move around. Uh, you know, a friend of mine said the other day, just because I'm going to be trapped inside for the next several weeks doesn't mean I'm going to sit around in my pajamas because that's going to lead to depression. So don't do it. Check your sleep. Make sure you're getting a good quality and, and a good amount of sleep. And uh, hopefully you've got food in your house so you can eat right and uh, keep moving. Try to think of some ways that you can exercise when you're, while you're uh, trapped in your in your home. Hey, we're going to get through this. Uh, please uh, stay in touch with me. You can drop me an email, jack at jackeason.com. If you've got a question or maybe a particular part of loneliness or community that you would like for us to address on our podcast, we would be happy to do that. And if you haven't signed up yet to be the first to hear uh, when the book will be available for pre-order, I would encourage you to do that because that that day is quickly quickly coming when pre-orders will be available. You can uh, do that online, jackeason.com. Uh, JackEason.com So thanks for joining me And uh, be careful out there Be healthy and stay safe Thanks for listening to another episode Of the Jack Eason Podcast Be sure to check out the website For blogs, videos, and more help On the issues of loneliness Friendship and community To get updates on the release of Jack's new book From Revel Publishing Sign up for an email alert At JackEason.org